0: podcasting live from shine shadow snarl on the plane of Arcavios. this is tap tap concede welcome everybody to tap tap concede my name is graham joining me on the show today i mean as usual is cameron hello and nelson hi there and today we're gonna be cracking some packs because strixhaven is out on arena and magic online and people are getting their hands on it and we have had our hands on it but you know only a little bit and so we're gonna we're gonna let things percolate for a week and uh, just crack some packs because we haven't done that in quite a while so yeah that'll be nice if you want to get some packs and you live in the states check out cardkingdom.com slash lrr or you can just buy singles like prof says you should buy singles and you can do that anywhere in the world because card kingdom will ship them anywhere You can also still pre-order Strixhaven. It doesn't technically release until this coming Friday. And also, you can ask for a little button, and I will send it to you. And right now it says, Snowlands? Snow problem. It's good stuff. This show is also brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Briefly, I did tweet a video of me storming out on oh, no, a sealed uh-huh nice there's a prismari spell that doubles the next instant or sorcery you cast in a turn right and so i cast that storm is one mm-hmm. cast a mystical archives lightning bolt mm-hmm. so that's six to the dome they were at 11 then i cast a random spell i cast fractal summoning x is zero just to cast a spell and then grape shot storm is five whoa <laughs> got them from 11 that y- felt weird you are a powerful wizard graham stark I saw that
1: clip and I am so goddamned proud of you. oh <laughs> thank you, Cam.
2: I'm proud too.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think everyone was. I think it was just a swell of
0: pride, right? Like it felt good. Yeah, it felt good. It was. I was doing math for several turns and they kept gaining life. They had that like that card, lorehold command, and then they played like their return past caller and got lorehold command back. And I was like, I was like, okay, I can do that. I can storm them next turn, but I need one more land. Yeah, you know, I need to top deck a land, and then they gained life. And and then it threw off all the math and then i was like oh wait okay i've got it also I, I mean not pictured in that clip me running the numbers five times <laughs> right right just to be sure yeah to be like wait how does storm work it's it's one plus no it's okay it's one and then that's how many spells
1: oh god i mean you have to be sure when you go yeah you really
0: do didn't want to waste a bunch of spells just to get them to one speaking of wasting spells we're gonna open some packs now we're gonna start with the oldest i think the oldest i should check the dates on these things actually this one was released in 2015 okay so then this should be 2014 all right cool hey which cons block pack do we want to open cons of tarkir or fate reforged Ooh,
2: they're both good yeah tricky in terms of like talking about cards i i guess i guess cons
1: yeah cons i feel has a more uniform level of like power whereas fate reforged we would probably just talk about the rare Yeah,
0: that's fair. All right, this pack was not donated to us by anyone because I forgot that James had suggested that we should do a -a Crack-A-Pack episode and didn't grab packs from the moon base. And so I did a quick whip round through the local magic collection in my house and, uh... These packs are still kicking around from when I did very well at a cons pre-release. But yeah, all the packs today are from the, the Greater Stark Magic Collection. All right, first up, Sagu Archer. Four and a green for a 2-5 Naga Archer with Reach. And Morph for four and a green. I remember
1: this kind of shutting down my life. Yeah, it's your whole life. Well, not my whole life, but just being like, oh, that thing. Right. Reach
2: is a powerful ability.
1: It really is, especially when most of your cards fly and suck. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's it's an unassuming card but it, it it blocked well assuredly next up we have kill shot which took care of a couple problems two and a white for an instant destroy target attacking creature
2: yep pretty solid little little removal spell here doesn't work on on attacks but it's playable
0: this was an interesting one in the realm of bad blue removal singing bell strike one and blue for a creature enchantment when it enters the battlefield tap the enchanted creature it doesn't untap during its controller's untap step but the creature gains six generic mana untap this creature
1: oh yeah yeah wow
2: right this never worked i mean this one's like the opposite of the kill shot right like
0: it's like totally fine if you're beating down and going really fast Mm -hmm. i think generally speaking this was okay because you typically by the time they could pay to untap it either that creature wasn't a problem or you were losing the game for other reasons yeah no
1: legitimate i also remember that there were shenanigans with this card right Mm. anytime you have a creature that you can pay to untap right there are strategies that will be like well i don't care about how much mana i have right now yeah but i do care about this thing's uh, ability. Mm -hmm. yeah 14
2: mana later and you're uh you're outlasting three times a turn or something
1: right oh yeah yeah it's really not good but i remember somebody getting me with something like this or threatening to get me or maybe i dreamed that happened
2: no i feel like someone at yj put it on their own creature once and like and first we were, it was like okay and then it was like oh no <laughs>
1: that that largely is my experience playing magic i'm a genius
2: oh no like keep in mind your dumb trick only has to be just barely better than your opponent's deck right so like even though this combo that
0: you made might be garbage eh, if it's slightly fresher garbage than what your opponent drafted it's fine you can also untap it with our next card which is a very expensive combat trick dragon scale boon three and a green for an instant put two plus one plus one counters on target creature and untap it yep sure is a four mana combat trick yeah as good as plus one plus one counters were in this format this card was not terrific like you'd, you'd you'd get people occasionally but it's so expensive the gulf from two to three is the one i really
2: think of as as being too far like as soon as your combat trick is three mana your opponent generally knows
0: what's up
1: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. going to the lands here Bloodfell caves enters tapped when it enters you gain a life and taps for black or red
1: these were just slam dunk yep. crowd pleasing favorites yeah
0: so far i'm on black fell cleaves or what's it
1: called sorry blood fell caves blood fell caves <laughs> yeah no first pick i'm Clearly. gonna take the black cliffs please the blork <laughs> thief, the clump no, boff
0: nelly take land is fave well you're certainly not going to take our next card affectionately referred to as the speed bump it's wetland sambar mm. one in a blue for a two one l with flavor text the flavor text says i trade with morphs yeah <laughs> i low-key want to own the original art for that card though like it's very pretty that the art on wetland
2: sandbar is absolutely gorgeous yeah i collected a foil nice
1: yeah was it affectionately like i mean i remember being called elmer because you know it got turned into glue
0: (laughs) (laughs) at least that's what i infer from that nickname (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never put that together. I love it. We have a much better two-one for two in the form of Mardu Skullhunter. This this thing was an all star as much as a piker can be an all star. Human Warrior for one in a black enters tapped with raid. When Mardu Skullhunter enters the battlefield, if you attacked with a creature this turn, target opponent discards a card.
1: Yeah, I remember liking
0: this guy. Everyone loves ravenous Rats. Yeah, the Warriors deck, particularly black-white Warriors. There 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 was Warrior synergy in uh, like all across mardu in black white and red but the black white deck in particular i re- i remember doing really gross things with and this guy was part of that also rush of battle how good does one of these mass pump spells have to be to want to make you want to play it as a sorcery well three and a white for a sorcery creatures you control get plus two plus one until end of turn not exciting especially at sorcery speed ah but wait warriors you control gain lifelink until end of turn that turned a race around
1: yeah like i can yeah I don't know if I ever cast this. I did. How did it work out?
0: It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm a maybe I'm a little more bullish on it.
2: No, I, I think it obviously is better the more warriors you have. And it's also better the position you have on the board, right? Like all mass pump spells, they have a floor of zero, right? If you're just like, huh, I drew this when I'm on the back foot and I really can't attack. You know, that's the risk you have putting in your deck at all. But the ones that give you lifelink, often they have a second mode, whereas like trumpet blast is like, OK, I'm going to alpha strike and either I'm ahead and there'll be some trades and I'll be fine with whatever those trades are or they'll mess up the block and I'll win or I'm alpha striking and I just just have enough after trouble Trap, Trap blast like they're none of their blocks matter so those are the usual modes on mass pump spells but the lifelink ones give you this this two swings option where it's like oh actually my attack gets to play defense so the the card this this card's in a lineage from is i believe called strength of the pride from dark steel which is an entwine card where it's pre- and it's pretty expensive it's more than four mana but it, it either pumps your creatures or gives them all lifelink and then if you entwine you get both so I think, like, plus two, plus two, lifelink, your whole team. Doesn't care if it's warriors or not, but it's more mana. And that was often a first pick, I think. At least while I was drafting. I, I I picked it plenty.
0: Yeah, that one's very, very good. This one, definitely not a first pick. But when I was in warriors, I'd be like, yeah, I'll grab one of those. Next, we have Leaping Master. It's one and a red for a 2-1 human monk. And for two and a white, it gains flying until end of turn. I don't remember this card at all. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, this card wasn't, like yeah like it it, i i saw some play but like this isn't really what the jeskai decks wanted to do certainly not spend three mana on it so uh, yeah agreed yeah i'll just move on to scion (laughs) of glaciers two blue blue for a two five elemental with single blue it gets plus one minus one until end of turn why wasn't this better because i never saw people play it oh this card was fine i've won and lost to it oh okay good i guess i just personal experience then it's a two five right yeah so you can make it big
2: yeah but also just pretty comfortably blocks all the morphs
0: next i have roar of challenge two and a green for a sorcery all creatures able to block target creature this turn do so with ferocious that creature gains indestructible until end of turn if you control a creature with power four or greater which could be that creature so yeah it's like it honestly it's the first part that really matters when it's like all right all your blockers block this thing and everything else kills you yeah classic lure as a as an alpha strike win. Mm-hmm. Next we have Raider's Spoils, which I recall being being pretty all right honestly if you wanted to spend four mana on an enchantment in the warrior's deck three and a black for an enchantment creatures you control get plus one plus O. Oh. whenever a warrior you control deals combat damage to a player you may pay one life if you do draw a card
2: yeah this one was fine better with tokens just like all the other mass pump mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. decent in the
0: warrior's deck yeah not a first pick but no certainly playable yeah we got a mountain we got a warrior token we have a foil it's a foil cranial archive i remember the art for this one is just quite fantastic it's the zombie Skeleton with like a a blue jar, basically, like through its skull. Oh, yeah. Glowing magic inside it. It's it's a a two mana artifact, and all it says is for two and exile cranial archive, target player shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library, draw a card. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this thing. Anti Delve Tech. Yeah. I think I drafted it thinking I might sideboard it in at some point, and I don't think I've ever sideboarded it in. No, I don't recall ever seeing anyone run this, which is a shame because the art is really cool. And our rare, one of the better morphs i think at least certainly in the Teamer deck it's rattleclaw mystic one and a green for a two one human shaman tap to add green blue or red and morph and when it is turned face up the morph cost is two by the way so it's just two generic mana and when it's turned face up you add green blue red to your mana pool so theoretically if you're doing this if you morph it and then on your future turn you pay two to unmorph it you're turning two mana into four mana assuming you also tap the rattleclaw mystic just hmm. so everyone's clear on how i'm getting my math yeah i think i'm taking the rare here although i don't hate taking the
2: dual land or the two one warrior yeah i definitely think i'm taking the mystic
0: there but yeah but there's yeah there's yeah.
2: potentially this pack was pretty bad yeah this was not an amazing pack of cons if i'm honest <laughs> there's not a lot going around you're not getting really anything out of the wheel in this pack
0: all right well let's move on then to the next year mm-hmm. where we have this set magic origins the last core set ever <laughs> Come on, Shivam. Let's try. Well, we've got a card I do not remember. Uh Night Snare. Any any memories of this one? It's a black instant? Nope, it's a black sorcery. Oh, all right. For 3 and a black, target opponent reveals their hand. You may choose a non-land card from it. If you do that, player discards that card. If you don't, that player discards two cards. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. I mean, trying to make Mind Rot's better, right? Mm-hmm. I think we finally got there in Strixhaven, by the way. Flunk, or no, go blank, is got me a couple times the other day. I think we definitely already got there in Call Time, too. That one with
2: Fortell and turns into card draw if they have no no cards.
0: Oh, yeah. Skull Raid? Skull Raid's great. Yeah. I mean,
1: I always get myself with Skull Raid because I'm like, yeah, but what if I just drew cards with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what could they possibly have in hand that they've been protecting all game yeah it's probably nothing
0: so sure night <laughs> no. a thing i guess another four mana sorcery you probably don't want to main deck is demolish Three and a red. Destroy target artifact or land. Yeah, no. No. All right, here's something. Here's a real card in the right deck. Oramancer with that Rebecca Gay art. Two and a white for a 2-2 human wizard. When Oramancer enters the battlefield, you may return target enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. See, misleading name because it doesn't just get auras. It gets any enchantment. I recall there was an in black, black white, I think it was enchantment deck in this set.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. I also wanted to put forward the notion and I'm not 100% sure that I'm right here, but I think when Oromancer answer was first printed aura
0: wasn't a card subtype yet i think that's correct yeah Yeah. oh yeah here we go Weight of the underworld is next which is three and a black for a creature enchantment aura enchanted creature gets minus three minus two did we go through like a pack and a half before we found a removal spell
2: oh wow yeah was there one in cons it
1: was the on attack
2: yeah it was like you have to block thing kill shot oh there was a kill shot too oh right sorry and there was the blue tap down thing right right yeah but this one can just kill their creature like if you need to like kill a creature with an activated ability this Mm -hmm. is the first one we've hit yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: it also can kill our next card which is orchard spirit two and a green for a spirit it's a two two and it can't be blocked except by creatures with flying or reach which is kind of cool this is a good one Yeah. yeah 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 interesting design space to play in next is negate Good old negate one and a blue instant counter target non-creature spell carry on it's exactly what it says yep boggart brute it's a pretty good one two and uh red for a three two goblin warrior with menace yep yeah are the best stats we've seen yet today this is the uh, the first instance of menace isn't it i think so i think this is the first because boggart brute was printed previously with the old template of like can't be blocked except by two or more creatures and i think that this printing i think yeah this set is the first time they codified menace i want to say that sounds right i'm not not sure. Do you remember one of the other abilities that was in this set? renown
1: yes i was just looking for the word yeah on first attack you get a counter
0: you have to deal damage to the player Deal damage okay. yeah yeah you have to connect once yeah two and a white for a three two is our next card with knight of the pilgrim's road human knight with renown one which says when this creature deals combat damage to a player if it isn't renowned put a plus and plus one counter on it and it becomes renowned so that's how they did it that you only get to do with the once so not bad and then some of the better ones had like an extra ability if they were renowned Yeah, hmm yes nantuko husk is next Hmm. two two zombie insect for two and a black sacrifice a creature nantuko husk gets plus two plus two until end of turn definitely killed some people by them not blocking nantuko husk yeah it's an extra layer
2: of math the opponent always has to do and some people just forget yeah Mm -hmm. can you believe magic cards used to be so bad that this was constructed playable (laughs) ooh Really? Yeah. Like back in two thousand and two. Huh. This was like a deck.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, we're in no danger of deep sea terror being constructed playable. It's four blue blue for a six six serpent, and it can't attack unless there are seven or more cards in your graveyard.
1: Sure is. Cool. Sure is. All right, thank you very much. We'll put you in our sideboard and let you know if we
0: have any availabilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. This was the blue mill plan for this set. Sphinx's tutelage. Oh yeah. So two and a blue for an enchantment that says, whenever you draw a card, target opponent mills two cards. You might have just paid for your pack there. If they're both non-land cards that share a color, repeat this process, and then a further activated ability for five and a blue, draw a card and discard a card. Is this like a valuable card? Not like crazy valuable, I don't think. You you can check, but it it was
2: definitely like an uncommon that we had to separate and charge more than 25 cents for. Hmm. And I don't know if it's been reprinted much. I don't think it has. Possibly not at all. It's one of the better, you know, enchantments that slowly mill your opponent.
0: I didn't even realize that Teferi's tutelage... The recent one that also has a similar sort of draw a card and they mill to thing. I didn't realize that they, with that, they had codified tutelage as that kind of effect. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, is it just those two maybe is there a jace's tutelage or something too i don't know if there's a ton of these cards but yeah that certainly seems to be oh right the blue one that has Jace on it is just called jace's erasure right or something yeah, yeah. so it's like right. they kind of missed the mark on that one but i think that might have been the first one and then since then they've been like no no these enchantments that mill are like the learnings of some other wizard that you're <laughs> appropriating for some reason that's the theme i'm curious about that
0: now i don't know why. yeah they...
1: not not quite as consistent as winnowing
0: james tells us that the sphinx's tutelage was re. Reprogram- printed in mystery boosters and is a two dollar uncommon so not bad hey all right money in the pocket yeah the brief side strixhaven grump with sort of codifying language and magic cards specter of the fens in strixhaven has nothing to do with discard oh but there's other specters that well, obviously lots of other specters well traditionally yeah like hypnotic specter Liliana's specter yeah yeah that's fair i
2: will file your grievance in the appropriate waste basket Thank you. good <laughs> yeah good
0: that's that's where it
2: belongs. I I want one more aside as well, which is that after seeing Teferi's tutelage in like the, the like mix, mix up premier draft that was all the different core sets that are on arena for a little while which was like kind of like a, one of the pallet cleanser events they were trying to give us before strict saving came out on arena I realized that like call time has zero mill cards like you mill yourself a bit or you mill both players a bit but you can't mill your opponent out in call time right like or maybe there's one rare that does it or something hmm. and maybe that's one of the things I like because I really liked call time limited I just played a ton of call time draft so I mean I, I drafted a mill deck and I had fun playing it but I wonder if like worrying about your opponent milling you out is something that detracts from my enjoyment of the game. I'm not sure. It is for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, there's no there's no mill deck in call
0: time. Yeah. In Zendikar when you're when you went up against like the bonkers rogues mill deck in limited because I didn't really play standard and I know that that deck was also disliked in standard. It's won a lot of tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like oh but I wanted to play magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah 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 of course it's amazing when i'm doing it play magic not ruin crab kids yeah <laughs> all right next we have hey this is handy if you're milling yourself here scob goliath five and a blue for a six nine nice zombie giant as an additional cost to cast scob goliath exile two creature cards from your graveyard also it's got trample yeah in blue reasonable finisher Yeah, actually.
1: Right. Yeah, that thing. Big guy.
0: Our last uncommon is the JM Day Tome four mana artifact for four and tap draw a card. Sometimes you got to draw cards. This was the original way to draw cards. Mm -hmm. Got a forest and an ad card for mtgmerch.com, and I'm fascinated to know if that still exists. And our rare is Exquisite Firecraft. Oh, deez. Ooh. Yeah. yeah one red red for a sorcery it deals four damage to a target creature or player and it has spell mastery if there are two or more instant and or sorcery cards in your graveyard it also can't be countered by spells or abilities exquisite
2: both of our rares are highlander playable so far hey did we get a
0: foil gear per gear crafter no sadly i can't i can't even say it gear per Yeah, no. Oh, well. Oh, James confirms that mtgmerch.com does not work anymore. Yeah, I think that was the brief period of time where they were trying to do merch themselves and then realized that they were bad at it and it would be better to license it to various other people, some of whom are still bad at it, but some of whom are good. MTG Pro Shop has been around for a while and still around, I think, right? Mm -hmm. I've been very
2: happy with those shirts. Like, you know, two years ago or whatever at the Grand Prix, you'd always have a chance to buy the like Boom
1: shirt or the Evolve shirt or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are good. I just want Strixhaven Moleskines that's it it's not much in life make it happen though
0: yep that'd be sweet all right next pack moving even closer this one's so recent it's still in standard much to the chagrin of many people throne of eldraine throne of eldraine mm. i figured you'd be able to guess it based on that throne of eldraine just could have been its own
2: standard environment where it's just like okay throne of eldraine's out now and we're going to draft it and play standard with it and nothing else and then when theros comes out we'll just go back to normal and
0: ignore a throne all right first up we have our friend olivia it's queen of ice two and a blue for a two three human noble wizard whenever queen of ice deals combat damage to a creature tap that creature it doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step also she has an adventure do you remember the name of her adventure it's Chillin time it's sub-zero now plain zero (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ice, ice, baby. It's called Rage of Winter. Of course it is. One in a blue for a sorcery. Tap target creature. It doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So. The only sorcery that I remember the name of is Ah. Oh, there's two. Stomp because it shows up so often in standard mm, mm-hmm. and boulder rush because i often lose creatures to it in draft that's the one from rimrock Knight.
1: right 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 yeah i can i, I was i kept wanting to say rip rock Knight. no rippy rocksman or yeah the, rock the, 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 ripper Knight. Yeah.
2: there's a there's a pretty good one the fairies like petty theft is the name of the um, oh yeah
0: that that one's good too
2: i can't remember the name of the creature that's a 3-1 flying flash so that can't block ground creatures
0: brazen borrower thank
2: you and then i also would like to to remember the one that searches your sideboard because i cast that quite a bit it's not just advice from the fey though
0: yeah the creature is fey of wishes i don't remember what the adventure's called yeah me neither
2: anyways go follow affinity artifacts on twitch yeah granted thanks james
0: nice granted throne of eldraine was just back on quick draft on magic arena so i played a couple rounds of that got a really bonkers night stack with three buckets cameron three buckets three buckets triple bucks
2: yeah I didn't see any buckets, but I got a, an Orzhov Knight's deck and got almost a seven wins, I think.
1: Nice. I need to credit my friend Mike McMullen with that from uh, Prince George. He came up with that while playing bretonians
0: Oh, Warhammer.
1: Yeah, Warhammer. Dang. Because they had a Trebucket.
0: How much range does a Trebucket have in Warhammer?
1: 120 inches, I want to say. Dang. Might just table.
0: I was going to say, that's the table, right?
1: Yeah, it's not quite as good. As, like in Warhammer 40k, Death Strike missiles from the Imperial Guard used to have unlimited range. <laughs> and occasionally you would just like be playing in a store and somebody would say like the phone would ring, like the apocryphal story of somebody saying like, uh, yeah, no, we got a game going on right now. How far away are you? OK, Google Maps is this far, this many inches from the phone. They missed the table. All right, thanks. (laughs) Amazing right mm-hmm. as somebody like called in a death strike from another store that's so good i love it
0: mm-hmm. all right moving on in this pack we have ogre errant which is the ogre knight who's clad entirely in the shields of other knights he's killed three in a red for a three four whenever it attacks another target attacking knight gains menace until end of turn i love that the ogre has been knighted by virtue of, so the flavor text is knights kept returning from ogres pass wearing nothing but bruises so they decided to just pretend it was on their side yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just like you are a knight now clearly because of all these shields you have next up we've got fortifying provisions two and white for an enchantment creatures you control get plus, 0, plus one and when it enters the battlefield create a food sure it wasn't great yeah, but sometimes you needed to play it the more your deck can do with that food token the better this card gets lara croft tome raider if she was a fairy two in a blue for a one one flying fairy and when she enters the battlefield you draw a card good stuff nothing not to like there yeah mm-hmm. no tome raider was very good especially in the cares about drawing more than one card per turn deck which was a fun one next is tween veil tree folk five and a green for a six five tree folk druid with an adventure it gives two plus one plus one counters and costs four mana but i have no idea what it's called yes it's called oaken boon and yes three and a green sorcery put two counters on target creature two plusies yeah i like it i like i like the tree folk sometimes you just need big beef and you know is a little little fibrous but the beef gets there yeah
1: i mean sometimes you just gotta pitch some lumber you know <laughs>
0: Yeah. I just really like that my six drops let me do something that's not for six mana. Mm-hmm. Next we have, this card went very highly for such a cheap black common forever young. Mm. One in a black sorcery. Put any number of creature cards from your graveyard on top of your library and then draw a card. Well, kids, let me tell you a little story about the MTG Arena
2: algorithm and its oh, yeah. its ability to pick cards and draft. Huh. If you didn't draft Throne of Eldraine on Arena in the first couple months after release... Well done.
0: Yeah, that was, a, <laughs> that was a bad time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Those were dark, dark times. Forever Young was picked a lot because no one, or none of the arena bots, the seven arena bots back when that was the only way to draft, would pick the blue cards. And so you could just always take the, the blue adventure creature and get like three or four of them in almost every draft you played that mills your opponent for four.
0: Merfolk Secret Keeper. I don't remember the name of the adventure. Yeah. Secret Keeper ended up being like
2: Arclight Phoenix and Aggressive Mill playable and constructed. And... Venture deeper thank you James so you just cast venture deeper on your opponent and then you play the secret keeper out just so you can return it to your hand with the two mana run away together yeah run away together best I was gonna say the best friends bounce spell yeah (laughs) yeah. anyways so then you just run away together your secret keeper and you cast you know 10 venture deepers and it's faster than an aggro deck because it's all one and two mana spells so there was a lot of blue mill mirrors and then one of the ways to kind of fight the mirror was or just fight the whole format was with forever young
0: yeah if that if you were on the mill deck and it you know you got them down to like three and then they cast forever young you're just like well i lose (laughs) you had to you had to basically spend most of your mid to late game just holding up didn't say please in case they drew their forever young it was a weird meta
2: honestly they fixed it after a couple months but i still just like had to quit arena for like like i barely played any theros (laughs) just like (laughs) this this draft format actually soured me and i got into (laughs) counter-strike
1: wow yeah yeah well you were like you were jamming a lot of valorant around this time of yeah well valorant hadn't come out yet it was a little after that but yes <laughs> i stopped
2: playing as much arena
0: amazing next we have garen carver three and a green for a three two human warrior with an adventure any 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 remembrance of this one it's plus two plus two until end of turn right yeah it's an instant mm-hmm. and it's uh i don't know
2: <laughs> something about lumberjacks no like <laughs> no it's called shields might oh cool
0: because he makes shields and yeah, you're right. It's one in a green instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. It was fine. Garden brick carver was all right.
2: I'm going to rename the adventure lumberjack high five because that would also give me plus two, plus two. Nice. If a lumberjack that you don't know stops you and says, "Hey, good work."
0: You know. So this is interesting. I want to talk a little bit about our next card. Festive Funeral. Four and a black for an instant. Target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn where X is the number of cards near graveyard. So it's like, okay, that's expensive removal. Sometimes you just need to play it. This card was not, in, in my experience, was like not that great and not especially playable until this most recent time that eldraine came back on quick draft on arena really it's been pretty good this time and i don't know what changed that's weird
2: i did include it in my one deck that i played this time around when eldraine came back but i had the same feeling going in where i was like i think i took it on a wheel where i was like well this is barely playable maybe
0: the bots were just taking all the removal more aggressively and this was like some of the only removal you could get maybe that's what it was
1: huh okay i mean yeah Mm, weird
2: I mean, as long as you kill a 5-drop with it, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I love that the flavor of this card is that Ayara of Lockthwain is like, well, we're going to need another husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a story spotlight card. Yeah, It's it's like... Well, yeah, because they keep trying to, her suitors keep trying to go get the cauldron and and fail. And so she's like, well, sucks to that guy. Marrying this guy now. Let's see how this goes.
1: Yeah. Friendship ended with that guy. <laughs> yeah. This is new husband.
0: Yeah. All right. Next we have Wildwood Tracker, a single green mana for a 1-1 one, one elf warrior. Whenever it attacks or blocks, if you control another non-human creature, it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. This this, this guy was actually pretty all right in like a oh, green X aggressive deck. Get your grum
2: gullies and your Red Caps together. Yeah. Mm. Your opponent will be laughing at you for playing a 1-1-for-1, one, one
0: one, and then you kill him. With a 2-2. Two, two. Haha, got you. Next, probably the best removal in the format, Bake into a Pie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. Black Black, instant, destroy target creature, create a food token. I mean, you can see why, right? Like... This is way, way better than Festive Funeral on basically every axis. Yep. Yeah, it's a sorcery, but it's
2: so, so, so much better than Festive Funeral.
0: Uh, Bacon to a Pie is an instant. Oh, my bad.
2: I thought Bacon to a Pie was a sorcery. Yeah, no, it's just better. Because oftentimes, sorry, oftentimes the four mana Destroy Anything cards are sorceries in, in Draft these days. Wild. What's the one from Destruction? It kills a creature
0: or a vehicle. Right. And yeah, that's two black black for a sorcerer. demolition or something destructive demolition is it really just called destructive demolition am i making this up that sounds sort of right i hope no. i'm i hope i'm inventing this right
2: now. james it's, is typing <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> daring Demolition. daring
0: demolition okay okay much oh phew
2: okay or okay. maybe it's daring destruction who knows <laughs> i think it's daring demolition daring
0: destruction's coming up in kaladesh too yeah all right we're into the uncommons now fireborn knight four red white hybrid pips for a two three human knight with double strike and with an activated ability for four red white hybrid pips It gets plus one, plus one until end of turn.
2: Yeah, yeah. Loves having swords. Put the put the jousting lance on this guy.
0: Yeah, I every time I played the Fireborn Knight, it just got killed immediately, which fair. But, you know, if you could if you could land and stick one and actually get to attack with it, it was pretty all right. Just tough to cast, which, I mean, is the point.
2: You you were kind of often, especially in red and white, I think, trying to be one color decks. Green, mm-hmm. green two, one color decks. Black and blue, I felt like you had more flexibility. Because usually, like, your admin cards in those colors, it was okay if they were a bit later. Yeah. I was a big fan of green, black food. Yeah. So that that's definitely a deck and it was a good deck and it didn't always need to rely on the admin cards or like you play the giant with admin and then it's like a five or a six drop so yeah you're it's easier to get there once later in the in the game
0: next we have turn into a pumpkin three and blue for an instant return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand draw a card and then adamant which you mentioned but i guess we haven't actually talked about so that is if at least three blue mana was spent to cast the spell you also create a food token So if you cast this for one blue 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 you bounce something draw a card and then you also get a food. This one you're like less yeah desperate to cast for adamant but generally speaking all the adamant stuff was a pretty good bonus. So like I can't remember what all the red and white
2: adamant cards were but I have in in my head that you kind of wanted to have adamant to play them and they
0: were like four drops or three drops even. The red one is particularly good I had several in that triple bucket deck i was talking about earlier it's called searing blaze right it Mm -hmm. was five mana so it was i think it was four and a red at default to deal five damage to a creature but if you cast it for adamant you also deal three damage to the creature's controller
2: yeah so that one's really good and searing barrage searing blaze is from uh world wake thank you yes or maybe it's from zendikarp but anyways yeah so searing barrage is like it's really nice if it's on time and you get the adamant trigger because it helps back up your aggressive red deck whereas turn into a pumpkin which is it's tragic that this card didn't up, end up being like a commander playable because <laughs> then we get to say turn into a pumpkin more often but you know the bet the best part of the cards are the like you know bouncing the, the permanent and drawing the card and then getting the food token it's kind of like a little bonus and that's what you get for adamant so you kind of don't care if you only have one blue source into it
0: yeah the white one i want to say it was called it was like circle of something it was like referencing the round table and it's like your creatures get plus one plus one and then also vigilance but if adamant they also get indestructible or you know one of those things it was like they all get plus one plus one but if you have adamant they get vigilance and i had i had one of those in my black
2: white knights deck and it's like yeah you often you know assuming your opponent's doing equally well at deploying stuff you really often want the vigilance and it's only four mana so like to get it on time you need to be playing mono white basically yeah
0: all right next up we have archon of absolution three and a white for a three two flying archon with protection from white, and then creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless their controller pays one for each of those creatures.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. This thing.
2: Propaganda that flies and attacks and has pro weight. Seems decent. Yep. It's a good card.
0: We've got a forest. We've got a food token. It's the one that's like Potentially just after Little Red Riding Hood. It's like the basket of baked goods with a wolf's paw and the red cloak. And then the food, like, it's weird. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with the food, but something about the lighting and this still-life painterly way that it's drawn makes it look unappetizing. Mm. That's not the one with the bananas, then. No, it's not the one with the bananas.
1: Curly banana. Yeah,
0: curly
2: banana. Love curly banana. Just thinking about a food token, I want a giant banana that's in the shape of a spiral.
0: Yeah. I like that the Witherbloom commander deck came with new food tokens for Guillaume. Ooh, Mm -hmm. i didn't even notice that was that in the video yeah sweet new 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 tokens i liked i liked seeing that in chat that was one of the positive ones in chat was people were like new food tokens
1: (laughs) i also just really enjoy how they spelled guillaume yeah i love it i love it like phonetically for the anglos in the in the room right who would look at
0: (laughs) guillem guillama guillame our rare by the way is doom foretold oh cool yeah two white black for an enchantment at the beginning of each player's upkeep that player sacrifices a non-land non-token permanent if that player can't they discard a card they lose two life you draw a card you gain two life you create a two two white knight creature token with vigilance then you sacrifice doom foretold Woof.
2: yep there's a lot going on there been a tier two constructed deck since it was printed. Really? Yeah. I mean, on and off in in popularity, but I, I don't know if it's ever really been tier one, but I want to say just after Coria, Bloody was trying it a fair bit. She played some of those commander. I remember like I got to cast some of her, not command fest, uh, magic fest on lines. And I tried it a little bit. Emma Handy had a Yorion Doom Foretold build that was pretty cool and there's been there's been different permutations of it as the sets have come out since then but i don't think it's i don't think it's ever been like a top deck but it's you know you're allowed to play like you know eggs and doom foretold and then like the theros enchantments that do something when they enter the battlefield and you can sacrifice them to scry but you know you don't you just sacrifice them to doom foretold instead
1: Hmm. well how about that Okay. Yeah. I had no idea, actually.
2: You can totally play this. You can also, if you want to go big mana, you can play it with another Eldraine Rare. Blue, white, and X. Dance is the man, or Dance of the Mance? Dance the Mance. Yeah. Do the Mance Dance, I believe is what the card's called. And uh, then you get your artifacts back with Dance of the Mance and also
0: they turn into creatures and that's how you win. Hmm. Cool. Neat. All right. Well, we probably have enough time to whip through one more pack if, we, if we're if we brisk about it. Okay. Okay. Let's do which, it. Which of these, I'll, I'll give you two the option, which of these powerful sets do you want to crack into i've got a pack of modern horizons or i've got a pack of ultimate masters wow what options cameron i defer to you
1: ultimate
2: masters awesome panicked you did great come on oh yeah you have to be a master of opening packs even to get the ultimate masters packs open i remember this actually it
0: feels different than all the other packs i've opened today the wrappers on ultimate masters packs are like thicker and glued together stronger yeah that one had a tiny notch in the top which was helpful what order is this pack okay hang on remix all right first up we have mad prophet three and a red for a two two human shaman with haste and you can tap to rummage discard a card draw a card nice okay yeah yeah archaeomancer two blue blue for a human wizard one two and when it enters the battlefield return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand get very fancy with archaeomancer
1: yeah yeah I've, there have been some shenans. we've got two of the pillars
0: of blue red do nothing already right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. oh speaking of shenan's, wild mongrel Mm-hmm. Ooh. one no green for a two-two hound discard a card wild mongrel gets plus one plus one and for some reason becomes the color of your choice until end of turn
1: like has anyone else ever just been doing nothing with madness and then realize that oh the mongrel also gets plus one plus one <laughs> in addition to just being a discard outlet yeah being a discard outlet would have been good enough little buddy but no you're actually a win condition
2: <laughs> yeah this this little dog has won a lot of games of magic
0: yeah also dodge's Doomblade. next up is I would swear to you I've never seen this card before but here it is Defy Gravity mm. single blue mana instant target creature gains flying until end of turn flashback for a single blue yeah it's from Odyssey right? well it's from Ultimate Masters now but yeah I couldn't tell you I'm positive this is new art cool all right next we have Twins of Mauer Estate four and a black for a three five vampire with Madness for two and a black so yeah this goes really well with that Wild Mongrel
2: or that Mad Prophet yeah
0: which I think by the way I think Wild Mongrel is easily the first pick so far I don't think we've been talking about picks necessarily in the last pack or two, but so far, wild mongrel.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Love the wild mongrel.
0: This is an interesting one. Walker of the Grove. 6 green green for a 7-7. Seven seven. And when it leaves the battlefield, create a 4-4 four four green elemental creature token. So it's a 7-7. Seven seven, when it dies or gets exiled or bounced, you get a 4-4. Four four. Or you can evoke it for a 4 and a green, meaning that you put it into play but immediately sacrifice it. So you can pay 5 mana to get a 4-4 four four token. Yeah. If tokens weren't so fragile... Yeah. Like, this, this wants to be
1: an aristocrat's card, I guess. But I would rather pay one for the cards that die and then die again (laughs) yeah yeah you know i think i think five is way out of my price range for a card that's two death triggers
2: it's like a a decent reanimator target because if they if they kill it you still have a creature Mm -hmm. and then it's also you know part of the evoke blink me please team right like it's like the more expensive meldrifter where instead of cards you're now generating creatures
0: next up is this edition of mana rock with weird ability it's vessel of endless rest three mana artifact tap to add one mana of any color but this this one is when it enters the battlefield put target card from a graveyard on the bottom of its owner's library (laughs) Yeah, it's no strict stadium oh this is a good one heliod's pilgrim two and white for a one two human cleric when it enters the battlefield search your library for an aura reveal it put it into your hand then shuffle I yeah like heliod's pilgrim quite a lot yeah 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 like tutors up your o-rings pop or legal can't get o-rings specifically just
2: auras right auras right yes auras it can find your pacifisms yeah faiths fetters right a
0: drowsy conscription well now that i've humiliated myself <laughs> You're good. Oh, well, it's okay, Cam. I got a card for you next. It's Thermo Alchemist. <gasps> yeah. One yeah. to red for a zero 03 Human Shaman with defender, tapped deal 1 damage to each opponent whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, untap Thermo Alchemist.
1: Yeah hell yeah this is this this is what turns blue red do nothing into blue red do a bit do a bit before losing the game anyway yeah yeah (laughs) got my opponent to 12
0: mere servitor is next one mana one one artifact creature at the beginning of your upkeep if mere servitor is on the battlefield each player returns all cards named mere servitor from their graveyard to the battlefield Wait, what? Such a weird one. If mirror Servitor is on the battlefield, each player returns all cards named mirror Servitor to the battlefield. Huh. So it's kinda like I don't know, non-Highlander aristocrats applications.
2: Yeah. Or like you know, great like um drawing discarding fuel. Like if you have looting effects, you can like keep putting or no, sorry, they come back to the battlefield not to play. But it's like still a bit of a bonus if you like loot them away and
0: then they're on the on the field. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Next up we've got anger. Three in a red for a two-two incarnation with haste. As long as anger is in your graveyard and and you control a mountain creatures you control have haste this was a cycle of gosh what were they all called incarnations well no i, I mean sorry a cycle of incarnations what were the other
2: ones called oh um wonder is the other like anger is probably the most played one important in high. i want to say highlander probably commander or like possibly legacy but like older like w- w- eternal format reanimation strategies if you're like putting multiple cards in your graveyard with something like buried alive or you're just looting through or milling yourself it's great to have anger in your yard so that your creature can attack right away and then uh uh wonder gives all your creatures flying and is otherwise i think two blue and three generic for a three three flying brawn is the green one i think Braun. gives all your creatures trample and i don't actually know what the white and black ones are one i want to say filth ew i'm not sure what the black or white ones are but i believe it is a complete cycle of all five. i think it is too yeah But I don't think the black and white ones get played a bunch. There's also a land that I'm not going to remember the name of it now. But there's this land that if it's in your graveyard, all your lands can tap for a green or a white. And I'm sorry, I, I don't recall the name of
0: that land either. Who likes this pack of Ultimate Masters more, us or Baxter? Definitely Baxter. Next up is Golgari Thug. One to black for a 1-1 human warrior. When Golgari Thug dies, put target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. Dredge 4. Is this good? I have no idea. It's good in Modern.
2: Yeah, like if if you draft a Dredge deck, it's good. It has Dredge 4. Dredge 4 is a lot.
1: Yeah. Where is Dredge in Modern right now? Is there anything in Modern except for Urza? Who can say?
0: Yeah, I I haven't played in so many months now. I've just been playing Arena. Next up, our last Uncommon. Downshifted from Rare, I want to say is Hero of Iroas, one in a white for a 2-2 human soldier. Aura spells you cast cost one less, and has heroic. So whenever you cast a spell that targets Hero of Iroas, put a plus one, plus one counter on Hero of Iroas.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember this from Theros, right? Or was it in...
0: I think it was in the second set. Second set? Born of the Gods, maybe? It was in fact... Oh, James says it was rare in Born of the Gods. Yeah. Yep. Well, well-remembered, everybody. Yeah, and I think
2: there might have been a green-white heroic deck in Constructive that used this. It wasn't what I was playing in Constructive at the time, but yeah, this is a cool hero.
1: Yeah, I seem to remember Ed, I think, running it, I want to say. Yeah. You know, having it in his back pocket for when FNM was a little slow. Ed does like pumping creatures.
0: We have a foil Lotus Eye Mystics, which is three and a white for a 3-2 human monk with prowess, and when it enters the battlefield, return target enchantment. From your graveyard to your hand. I do like having one of those. Just an mm-hmm. Oromancer on juice. Yeah. We have a 1-1 one, one elemental token. And our rare is Creeping tarpit. It's a land. Enters tapped. Taps for blue or black. And for one blue-black, Creeping Tar Pit becomes a 3-2 blue-black elemental creature until end of turn. And can't be blocked it's still a land all right what are you on here for me i think it's either the wild mongrel or the creeping tar pit yeah i was gonna say the same thing i'm t- tempted by thermo alchemist but i i agree with you well
2: you probably wheel that archaeomancer so if you want to get into blue red spells like
1: i mean the smart pick is probably yeah the uh, the tar pit also the money pick isn't it
2: I, I think after this set came out the the price of tar pit has stayed pretty low and i'm not positive but certainly it's the most expensive card in the pack though yeah
1: thermo alchemist though thermo alchemist are the mongrel they're both like moving pieces in decks that i really like i'd be tempted i'd be really tempted to try to go for something nutty it's funny there's like two different sort of
2: schools of thought and draft like this pack has more cards for like a jund or or black green discard like madness plan and so you could think like i'll take the wild mongrel and hopefully wheel these twins of mara state and then i'm setting myself up well on the other hand these are the like colors that are represented the best so maybe if i go into red blue instead by the Thermo Alchemist, then my neighbors can fight over the discard deck. But I think the power level of this pack for an Ultimate Masters pack is a bit low, so you probably don't need to think about what signals you're sending.
1: Fair enough, right? Yeah, like uh, it's the, the draft signaling problem. I, n- I just never know what to do with it.
2: You'd like to signal that you'd want to buy some sealed product. I recommend signaling to cardkingdom.com forward slash LRR which packs you want to buy and then putting them in your cart and then checking out. And if you put in the notes section, LRR sent me button please. They will include a one inch button for free. Which might still say mute
0: nope we're on to snowlands no problem right Mm -hmm. snowlands snow problem yeah and the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run that's it that was nice yeah next week we'll be back to talking about strixhaven thanks for cracking packs with us yeah and at some point we'll be doing a nicknames episode the site's not ready for that yet but we've had some people ask us already we'll get to that at some point but for now that is going to do it so for cameron and nelson Oh, no. I have been Graham. <laughs> and James was here running the card reader. Jordan edits these. Heather gets them online, and that is going to do it. So we will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.